to the Extra Club podcast. This is the podcast where we don't just motivate and inspire you, but we also give you practical hints, tips and strategies on your way to finding your extra to become extraordinary. We are relationship and behaviour experts and professional coaches Mark and Nikki Taylor. And each episode, we will discuss different challenges, issues and problems that we all face and give you solutions, hints, tips and strategies that give you the extra in your life to make you happier, healthier and more successful. So let's get started. Welcome back everyone to another exciting edition of the Extra Club podcast and and I'm I'm really excited about this one but before we start a big thank you for those of you who've been giving us feedback about the content of the podcast and how you say you've been looking forward to it for your Monday mornings and likewise a few of you have got in touch with us saying you've also bought our best-selling book Be More Kid from the Be More Kid website if you buy it from the website that also means that you're helping Birmingham's Children's Hospital so thank you Uh, from both of us for making that purchase and not only helping yourself and changing your life, but helping change the life of sick children from all over the country. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So right, Mrs. Taylor, um, I'm I'm really interested in this because you said to me that you wanted to cover this because you've been talking to a lot of people and this has been an, an issue for them, for them. And it's called the challenge of change. Yeah, definitely. There's been, I've had lots of conversations over the the last few weeks and and months. And with the situation that's been going on, all the challenges people have had, change has been really enforced on people. And so it it has been a problem for lots of people. So we thought this would be a a really good podcast to, to record today. So first thing I would say is that some people really love change. They they really enjoy it, but other people absolutely hate it. But the one thing that we all know is that change is inevitable. It's something we talk about on the Personal Evolutionary Coaching course, isn't it? In fact, we're talking about this uh, on one of our implementation days just lately in that uh, that, that change is actually the only constant in life. It's yeah, one of those true. things that we know is coming. Yeah. And because of that, we all need strategies to deal with that change when it happens, even if we like it, because it will make sure that we actually get the best from any any changes. And for some people, it is challenging. So that's why it's called the challenge of change. Good. So what sort of change are we going to be talking about then today? Well, for us, there are three types of change. And, you know, what we've done is we've summarized it to make it nice and easy for people to understand and perhaps think about what kind of change you're involved in. So first of all, there's the kind of change that's imposed on us. This is the less popular one. The the kind of change where it isn't our decision, maybe things like changes at work or maybe there's been a, a breakup with a partner, perhaps. Maybe there's been changes to finances. I don't know, maybe there's there's illness in the family, which has resulted in perhaps having to make uncomfortable choices, maybe having to move house or something like that. So that's the first kind of change. So that's, that's change that's outside of our control. Is that what you say? Yes, yeah, cool. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. The second kind of change, and that's changes that we're actually choosing to make. 
Yet there's something interesting about that because even though we're making a choice, that doesn't come without its own set of stresses and, and sometimes inner turmoil. Yeah. So so that's the second kind. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, we talk about this again in our courses. I'm quite open that change for me, even though I'm making it as a choice, it still comes as a bit of a challenge because I like things to be the same. I'm the sameness person, so I like things the same. Yeah. And then the third kind of choice is changes that we actually do want to make, but we don't make for some reason. And, you know, it's interesting because why don't we make those changes when we want them so much? And we can actually end up giving ourselves a really hard time because we're just not doing the things that are important to us and that we actually want to do. So what stops us? Yeah, so that sounds like you've you've got a lot to talk about today, Mrs. Taylor. Yes, there is. There's loads. There's loads to talk about. So when life is ticking along and we don't need to put much thought into it, we're in what we often refer to as our comfort zone. And we've mentioned this in the past. That's that zone we all know and we all like to stay in. Yeah, it's a comfortable place, isn't it? Now, don't get us wrong, because even though it's called our comfort zone, we're not saying that life is always perfect there or life is even always easy in our comfort zone. Yet it's the place that we know and it's the place where we feel safe. So that's one of the reasons why for some people it can be really uncomfortable and often really scary when change comes along. So in other words, when something happens which threatens that existence, that we know so well. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's it's tough. It's tough stepping outside your comfort zone. So if you're uncomfortable with things changing, then please know, first of all, that it's actually completely normal to feel that way. Because even people who like change, at some point, they will feel that discomfort of stepping outside of their comfort zone. So although we mentioned in one of our recent podcasts, there are some people who actually thrive on new situations and they actually avoid things becoming routine. And there, are, there can be a problem with that too, because what can happen is someone may not actually see things through and never actually achieve results because what they're doing is they're effectively jumping from one situation to another in order to keep feeling that high. You know that high you get when you've started something new? Yeah, absolutely. It's fantastic, isn't it? It is. And so although it's great, it's not good to then just keep looking for that and searching for that and then avoiding any kind of routine because that's what some people do. So first of all, let's talk about change that's imposed on us because I think often this can be the most challenging. And just as you said, Mr. Taylor, often it's because it feels like it's something outside of our control. So when we find ourselves in those kinds of situations, we can often feel helpless And we go through a whole range of emotions because remember, this is change that's imposed on us, stuff that we don't necessarily want to happen. And some of the emotions that people, you know, report and experience initially when change happens like that, or even when there's an inkling that something is going to happen, often it can be the first thing we can feel is shock. Yeah, absolutely of something we're not expecting and, you know, it it can often come left field, you know? And so then something else that often comes along is almost like a denial. It's almost like a a disbelief that it's happening. And and often we can be looking for evidence that that it isn't true. 
And this is often where people go through lots of stages of talking about their problem, you know, talking to friends who are willing to listen. And what they're actually looking for is, is this, I suppose, this reassurance that this isn't really happening to them. And, and sometimes I think that can be also, when people are in that denial, it, it, it's maybe an attempt to get back to the comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. Yeah, because if if you if you're not liking the change, you don't want to believe it because once you believe it, you've actually got to do something about it. Yeah. And so then often there's feelings of anger or frustration at the situation and often at the person who has done that change to you because that's how it can feel. Yeah, I've been in those situations in the past where I thought, oh, crikey, you know, why did they have to do that? Why did they have to change all of that stuff? Why couldn't they leave it as it was? Yeah, yeah. And then there's that uh, often what can happen is is feelings of depression, you know, and whether you, you buy into to the actual, you know, what's the diagnosis of depression, what we're talking about here is feelings of low mood, and low energy, and often this is where people may not be sleeping particularly well. And I suppose that really what you're talking about as well is you can cycle in and out of, of these these uh, the, these feelings and these emotions, and, and sometimes within hours or minutes or, or days or, or weeks, so you can be then cycling through these. Yeah, yeah. And I think that can be quite challenging for people because it can almost feel like your emotions are happening to you, especially mm-hmm. one, when one day you're almost, you know, denying it. And then the next minute, perhaps you're feeling angry and, and then you get up one morning and you just feel like you've got no energy. And it does feel like it, you will never get to the end of it, you know, sometimes. And so this can go on really for as long as it takes someone to move on to the next stage. So what's the next stage? So I think just something to mention is when you're actually going through that, it is really a grieving process. And as unpleasant as it is, as uh, as unpleasant as it feels, it is usual to experience this range and this sort of cycling um, before someone moves on to the next stage. And this is really where someone begins to come to terms with the situation. They just start to sort of uh, consider the new situation and start to think about maybe how that might work for them and then start to build new strategies for moving forwards. So overall, not all of the time, but I think there starts to be maybe inklings of beginning to feel perhaps a little more positive on, you know, at certain times of the day. There's, you know, you start to think about something other than, than potentially what's going on. And then moving on from that is when you start to integrate the new and it starts to become the new way of life, which, as you know, Mr. Taylor, what do we call that when it becomes a new way of life? That's a new comfort zone, Mrs. Taylor. It certainly is. It certainly is. And although this may sound like it's clinical, what we're talking about here, this whole thing is is a process. You know, it, you may not want to feel, if you're going through these kinds of changes at the moment, it, it often feels like you'll never get to the end of it, yet you will. It is a process. And sometimes where this, this discomfort, this um, uncomfortable feeling can be prolonged, this process can be prolonged, is if we, we are placing hope in something changing back to the way it was, because this can often happen. Maybe if it's a, 
a relationship breakup. Sometimes it can be you're, you're thinking that your partner maybe is just going through a phase and they'll come to their senses maybe. Or, you know, if if you're facing redundancy, then maybe you, there's a hope that another company will maybe buy out your employer and they'll keep you on at work. So this can actually slow down this this process of moving on because you're sort of holding out hope really. So so that's the the first area around change that's imposed on us. So let's talk about changes that uh, that we choose to make. So you would actually think that someone who's making a choice to change would be finding it easy, wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely, because if you've made a choice, then just get on with it. Yet there are still more than likely all sorts of emotions that are associated with the decision. Things like fear of how it will turn out and whether it will go wrong. Yeah, that's perfectly natural. Maybe there's uh, feelings of guilt about the people that you're letting down. You mean you're probably not letting anybody down, but those are the kinds of things that will maybe be going through your head. Sadness about leaving what you've known or even thinking about the future and things may may be different. You know, you may not be getting be able to do the things that you've been doing until now, which again is around the comfort zone. So also there's likely to be doubts whether you're actually doing the right thing and maybe you're expecting too much, even maybe conflict about should you just settle for what you have, you know, because maybe your life is actually quite good as it is. So why would you want to make those changes? So sometimes there's an internal battle going on about staying with what's safe and maybe a part of you that knows that you're doing the, the right thing. They all sound totally natural. Yes. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are perfectly natural. Yet when you're going through it, it doesn't feel that way, does it? It feels like you yeah. you can be almost be tormented. Yeah, because these are the kinds of thoughts that someone might be experiencing when they're going through this. And it's the same with emotions and those internal conflicts. They can actually prevent someone from changing what they know, which takes us really to that third category. Yeah, where people want to make changes and do something, but there's something actually hold us back. Yeah. And so this can create all sorts of angst in someone, especially if it's something that they really, really want to do, or they're maybe they're presented with an amazing opportunity, yet those emotions that we've already mentioned, you know, things like fear, sadness, guilt, they can really be so overwhelming that the battle between the old and the new may be so upsetting and so unsettling that they actually turn back to what they know. So they can often be kicking themselves, perhaps, for missing out on something that they really do want, or at least a part of them does. And I think that people listening will actually identify with these three areas that you, you've been through. I know certainly I've identified with them going through going through my life and going through changes. So, Mrs. Taylor, what can we actually do when we're faced with these kinds of changes? So I think, first of all, we just accept that change can be scary. And it's not unusual because after all, you've embarked on something that you haven't done before. So if you are facing changes, let's say changes that have been imposed on you, just accept that you will go through those range of emotions that we've spoken about and you will actually come out the other side, even if it doesn't feel that way. Just, you know, just accept that that is that's just a process and do things that that you feel better for doing in the moment maybe going for walks perhaps or buying yourself something nice or maybe taking up a new sport and one for you, Mr. Taylor, having your hair cut. I know it's getting in my eyes, you've noticed. (laughs) And then within the parameters of what's happening, put yourself back in control of the things that you can control and you'll actually feel much better for, for doing that. 
Yeah, there's a lot said, isn't there, for actually looking at those things you can control and influence and bringing, bringing those into. So, and I think this is the the issue where we're not saying you should always be outside of your comfort zone. Sometimes there's a bit of a need to regroup. So you go back inside your comfort zone briefly, have a bit of a breather, and then go out again. And so there's nothing wrong with having a little bit of a regroup as long as you're not running away from the change. You're not in denial of it. But have a little bit of a comfort break, as it were, and then carry on with the change and get outside the comfort zone again. Yeah, I like that. Comfort break in the comfort zone. Absolutely. It's good to have a comfort break. Love it. And so if it's this is about decisions that you actually want to make, then I think just to be aware of patterns that you might be running because we hear a lot of people saying, or they appease themselves really by saying, oh, the timing isn't right. Um, or, you know, when the time's right, it will happen because this really lets them off the hook of having to make a decision about change. So I can share a quick strategy. Have we got time for me to share a very quick strategy, Mr. Very Taylor? Very quick. Very okay. quick. Okay. Yeah, so this is something that I I did myself when faced with a decision because it requires you to be honest with yourself, though. So just ask yourself, is this something that I really want? You know, if you're faced with a change, is this something that I really want? If the answer is yes, then just ask yourself, what is it that's getting in the way of me making that decision? And just make a note of everything that comes up, things like maybe fear of something, guilt at something, worry about something. Then come up with a solution for each of those things. And yes, to be honest, you may need to do things differently, but different actually may be better once you get used to the new way. And after all, if you're thinking about making a change, then if everything actually were okay, you wouldn't be thinking about making that change in the first place. So those are my tips, Mr. Taylor. Yeah, I think if some, there's something to be aware of, that if, it, if something isn't working, it can be tempting to think that you need to change your whole life, when actually it's just actually a small adjustment is all that may be needed. So I think yeah, that's, I think that's that, a good point too. I think often that that can be a thing about change, but and, and so potentially if, if you do those small things and make those small adjustments and then see what happens, because yep. that's another way. It's a bit like you know, eat don't eat the elephant in one go. Break yeah, it down into it manageable chunks and see what happens. Yeah, rather than making huge changes, because you don't have to change your whole life, potentially. It may be just a very, very small change that's needed, just a small adjustment. Maybe there's something missing, you know, from from a part of your life. And, you know, maybe if you do the Wheel of Life exercise, that might be something that uh, you would find beneficial. And if you haven't got that, you haven't done it before, just drop us an email. We'll, we'll happily share it with you. That's a fantastic thing. The wheel, wheel of life. The wheel of life is a great exercise. We do it every year and and keep it in view throughout the year. And it shows you how you can live a tailored life. Get the pun. It is indeed. And get <laughs> so if you want a copy of the wheel of life, you can you can just drop us an email at info at tailoredlifecompany.com and we will send you our brand new wheel of life out because we've changed it. And um, yeah, so that can give you a great way of monitoring change as you go through in all areas of your life. Yep, I think that's great. So we've spoken a lot about change today and the emotions that we all go through when we're in a position of change. So hopefully this podcast will have reassured you if you're going through that, that this is all perfectly natural to experience those kinds of feelings. Yep. And in fact, I think it's not feeling those emotions that's a problem. Yeah, I think so. 
you know, uh, you know, if, if you if if you're not feeling those emotions, then how many opportunities are you missing? Yeah, exactly. Good point. So excellent. I think that's all for for today, Mr. Taylor. Absolutely. I think that's absolutely fantastic, Mrs. Taylor. Thank you. Because it's such an important thing to talk about because change is the one constant and, and we're in times which change is actually hit us harder and faster. So it's great yeah. to have some strategies to be able to deal with those type of things. And if you are struggling, because we are going through tough times, and if you are struggling, just drop us an email, um, join one of our Facebook groups, because we're always willing to help. We're always here to help you, uh, whether you want a listening ear, a sounding board, or just some hints and tips, just get in touch with us. And we'll do what we can to help you. We will. So that's it for this week. I think we've done our time, Mrs. Taylor. I think Uh, so. And so it's bye for now. And we'll speak again soon. Bye. That was the Extra Club podcast. We hope that you're leaving with some great things that can help you in your life every day. To get more invaluable content, please make sure that you're subscribed to the show on iTunes or wherever you're listening. And if you've enjoyed this episode and feel so inclined, please leave us with a five-star rating and comment with a review. If you see the value, please also share it with someone else who needs it. Sharing is caring. Thank you for listening and making your choice to find your extra. Until next time, bye bye for now. now.